Welcome to the greatest Welcome show on earth. Last show night on I the cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. 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 This is combat culture. Dark. This is combat culture. Welcome to the British Shore. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. That's bad. This, this is combat, is combat culture. culture. Combat culture, we are back. Episode 3. And finally, we have the four of us complete. So it's happy days today. Ooh. What's happening, people? Yeah. Everybody around the table. Yeah. So we're talking about UFC 241 coming up tonight. Or for us, more like tomorrow morning. And um, on that card, well, we're going to talk about the main card. So, the bottom of that main card, we have Derek Bronson versus Ian Heinish. Heinish. <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying to stay away from saying that. Yeah. I'm glad someone else said it for me. So, um, so good card, good, um, good fight. Derek Bronson, nine, 19 wins, 7 losses versus Ian the Hurricane, <laughs> 13 wins and, and 1 loss. Oh, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. His record's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I'm not the biggest... Uh, Derek Bronson is not a fighter that I'm... Like, I know he's good, obviously. He's ranked, he's, you know. But, um, and, and to be fair, he's not a fighter that really gets me excited to watch. Uh, to... I don't, I, I don't, I don't enjoy watching Derek yeah, Bronson. Yeah. He's a wrestler, isn't he? That's yes. his primary focus. Yeah, right? yeah, and I don't even think that is because they are, they are wrestlers that I enjoy watching. Mm, yeah. I don't know what it is. Has he fought I, since the Israel okay. fight? Nah. Well, actually, yeah, he did one fight. Yeah, I mean, he, he won his last fight. Who was he up against? Yeah, I don't we don't know. Yeah. But, um, but my yeah. problem with him is that like he's a good fighter, fight for right. Like he obviously he's earned his position. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, his last his fights with Israel, like. Israel kind of exposed, exposed a lot yeah, of yeah, holes yeah, in his yeah. game. True. Like you can see how uncomfortable he was in true. the fights. Like okay, you know what? I'm going. To, I'm going against a striker. Okay, that's his biggest issue. He tried and tried. He, he just made the takedown so obvious because he was scared. You could see it in his eyes. Yeah, it was more like a reaction. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like a. You know, it wasn't setting. So it, he doesn't have that up, yeah. true fighter's instinct. That's how yeah. And and to be fair, th- it, his last fight wasn't that long ago. He fought. Uh, I, in fact, now I remember the fight. Elias Theodoru. Okay. Uh, yes. And won that by by decision. Yeah. And I think Elias is sort of an up and comer, and yes. I think I think people thought Elias would patch him and sort of establish himself. But you know, he won that fight. But his last few fights, man, it's been really rocky for him. Yeah. But the 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 good thing for him is that he hasn't lost. To small boys, you know, yeah. <laughs> Israel Adesanya, Anderson Silva, and, and Robert Whitaker, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. so and they haven't been consecutive. Yoel Romero, yes. yeah, yeah. So. so he's kind of. So I think that's what it is. Off and on, yeah, yeah, it's off and on. Okay. Yeah. So, um, well, but anyway, let's call it and move yeah. on. To, yeah. yeah. Who, who? So we're moving on to the next fight. So we have Gabriel Benitez. I think he has the nickname, um, um, like, what is it, like Mowgli. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like from go. Jungle Book. I, I think that's what it looks like. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then versus our boy, Super Sadiq, Sadiq Yusuf. So Gabriel Benitez is um, twenty-one wins, six losses, and Super Sadiq is nine wins and one loss. So Super Sadiq is Nigerian, obviously. That's why he's our boy. Yeah. And um, apart from that, he's actually really good. I watch a lot. I enjoy watching him on Instagram, his training videos and stuff. And I, I just like his persona. 
he's also he also humility always appeals to me as yes. well and so that he's, he just feels humble. grounded and yeah. humble and just here to win like yeah. it's not about that life he just he's focused on the goal at hand and i love yeah. that about him especially for somebody who's usually people find that grounding in their families for somebody who doesn't have his family with him like yeah. he's on his own um, or at least I'm sure maybe he has one or two people around him but it's, it's nice to see and it's paid off for him so far like main card debut he's gonna I, I, we're all rooting for him sure. yeah so speaking on that on that topic um, so there was an interview recently where um, somebody asked if um, the visa situation for his family um, had been um, rectified and he said he couldn't talk too much about it. So anyway, pushing on on this is there's been some issue before in the past trying to get his family over to the US to watch his fights and there were some visa issues. This is stuff that usually happens with Nigerians anyway. It's a tough thing. But um, he spoke positively so that's good news that things were, he couldn't say too much but it sounded like things were at least getting uh, worked on. So hopefully maybe his parents or his family be able to watch him fight like live this time yeah. which is always a really good thing like a really motivating factor in, in for fighters especially mm -hmm. yeah that's really good uh, speaking on that issue where you were talking about humi humility and everything so I just list can we just briefly touch on that because I always like have this curiosity is it that does like background like their background of fighters help or the, is it all about the the gym that they go to, like mm. what actually gives them that humility. Mm. This is the background, like for a Sadiq, he's Nigerian, yeah. and again, he didn't really have his parents around him that much during his UFC like build up and everything. But again, or is it the, the fact that his gym actually made him like that? I, I personally think, well, because I come from a background where I competed as well, and I had these questions in my mind too. I think I think everything plays a factor. I remember when I first got into MMA, I like liking two different, completely different personalities. I loved um, Kid Yamamoto, Killer B, yeah. rest in peace, is there mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I loved his aggressive nature. And then, um, oh God, this is the Japanese dude. Um, what's his name? Anyway, um, but anyway, they, they were just very different in how. So Kid Yamamoto is very quiet, but very aggressive, and yeah. he just came out like an animal, and he just went. And then the other guy had this um, flamboyant entrances. He would come in with costumes. He even used to dance. He was an actor as well. Oh, so yeah, so he was really into the media, and he would like he would have like a thirty-man entrance sometimes. Wow. Like, yeah, like they do a full choreography before his fight. But sometimes <laughs> his entrance, like sometimes yeah. his entrance was longer than his fight. Wow. Yeah. And they would allow that on the card. Yeah, I mean it's Asia. Asia, they love anything crazy mm. like that. Is so it uh, is it Takanori Gomi? No, it's not Takanori Gomi. I remember Takanori Gomi. Um, I remember his name in the second. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, he retired after a while, and, and and he and Kid actually. And I remember talking to my coach at the time, like I don't know what kind of fighter I want to be. And it was like you don't choose, like you just end up. Who are you? And I was like, I really found it hard to answer that because I liked both things about them. But I was like, how do I, like, what what path do I want to take? Because I would love to do something like that too, like really entertaining fans come out with something crazy. But anyway, I, I think everything plays a uh, plays a. Yeah, part part of, yeah. and even the fight you have as well I think you end up having quite maybe fights that you end up you win every so first, fight, first minute first round you, the fight, yeah. fight I think that can happen yeah, sometimes then if you if you have you when do you have your humility fight because you always have that fight that would show you part of yourself that like yeah. maybe a fracture like mm. it would break you like or maybe it would take you to deep waters that you never thought you could and it should just mold part of your personality and be like you know I didn't even know this about myself but this is this is how I want to do it next time anyway I'm not talking too much <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I went when he was asking the question. Like I, I actually just wanted to say I think Maya should answer. Oh, okay. because it's just one of those things where, unless you're, you're in, in that position, all you have is an opinion, and yeah. that, that opinion isn't really tested by fire. Yet, so you really don't know. But yeah, man, I think it's just. I think personally, one of my issues is that I have problems with grading people based off what I see in the UFC anymore. We, we discussed it on the first episode because. I don't like the, 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 that things can be scripted yes. or that it's um, people aren't being genuine or they're just trying to sell tickets. Like, I would very much prefer it if the fighters were who they were right, yeah. from the get-go. So I even have a problem expressing what my opinion might be on this topic because I feel like it might be influenced by scripted conversations or scripted build-ups to fights in mm -hmm. the past like i wish it was yeah. just natural so but yeah i think what he said is valid and um, i think that's good enough true all right so we're moving up the card mm -hmm. so we're moving on to the battle of the bodies Ooh. your romero the mutant himself <laughs> what do you call himself god's soldier of god yeah. um 13 wins three losses I think those, out of those three losses, two of them is to Robert Whittaker. Um, I don't know who the other, the other loss is. I don't even know who the other one is. And, uh, and, um, versus Paulo Costa. 12 wins, no, no losses. losses. Yeah. I'm looking at the, the, the tail of the tape, yeah. and the first thing that strikes you when you look at this card is the age discrepancy. It's insane. And Paulo Costa is 28, mm -hmm. you know, Romero is 42. 42. He's one year older than Daniel Cormier. So um, still going. He's still he's going. Still going on. Like, did you see? Did you see him standing for his? Well, um, do you guys watch the embedded episodes they put up every Sometimes, day? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I watch every day. Okay. And the the embedded episode with there was a lot of flack um, in the online community because the Uriel Romero Paulo Costa fight was getting no publicity. Oh really? Right? Yeah, nothing online. Nothing wow. on YouTube. Nothing. Wow. It was just um, Nate Diaz Pettis versus uh, DC. DC. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. And it. I'm, I really want to watch this fight because I feel like this fight will, be so has the potential to be the fight of the night. Just I think so too. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. It's just an explosive... Funny enough, over Pettis and, yeah, exactly. and Diaz, exactly. I, I think this might be it. So yeah, um, so yeah like he, he stood in the last, I think episode 3 of Embedded, before the fight, he stood for them to take the picture that they put up on the tail of the table oh, before mm -hmm, the match starts. Mm -hmm. And when he, before he, they said, oh, everybody came in, took their pictures, did their thing and left. When it was time for Yoel Romero to get his picture taken, dude instantly went on the mat in front of the ca cameraman. So to give him, um, give him some seconds, started doing push-ups. Oh my God! Get that pump up! And he stood up. Jack. His body was chiseled. His Jacked. Everything. You, you, you know what Yoel Romero looks yeah. like. He looked like an animal, and I was like. This, this is the nigga I want to see fighting. Yeah. Nobody else. I want to see this guy fight tonight. Yeah. So yeah, that was I like, love oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Romero. You said, you said something about his height and reach as well. Yeah. So um, so on the tail of the tape as well. So they mentioned up the the heights. I think Romero, Romero is um, five foot ten, and then Paul Costa is six foot or six foot one. Um, but the reach, um, um, your Romero has like. Almost over four centimeters of reach on Paulo Costa, yeah. and that's both like um, like arm yeah, and, and uh, both both limbs, yeah, arm and legs as well. So it's crazy. Like his physiology is just built, like designed for for attack. Yeah, yeah. crazy man. Like oh man, and I love he, him. he's he has that thing where he's so explosive. 
at that age, it's, I mean, it's incredible what he's doing. Like, I have my theories about, well, he's been busted before, but he claims it was a tainted supplement. Um, but he's such an explosive fighter. But at the same time, Paulo Costa is so violent. He's so, that's the only word that comes, he's violent. Yep. I know it's kind of oxymoronic, you know, we're talking about MMA, everybody's violent, but it, there's like a Aggressive different dimension. Yes. He wants to punch your head off. Like, yeah. he's, he's going in to hurt you. Um, so, yeah, that that's that's going to be a tremendous fight. And um, I, <laughs> I think, for some reason, I think, even though Ewa Romero has only lost uh, twice... Recently, people. yes, I think his last fight, might, his last loss might have been like 2011 or something. Wow. Um, but he doesn't have a lot of fights, you know. He doesn't. He's it, for somebody his age. Yeah. I think he got into the game um, a little right. late. But um, his two his two losses have been to Robert Whittaker, who's literally the best in the division. Yeah. Um, and the second fight, and, and depending both, on who you are, yeah. exactly. He may have won yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Fight. I, so, I thought it was a draw at least. Yeah. So I think um, I. I I, I think last week I said I expected Paulo Costa to win. I think I've changed my mind. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to pick the 42-year-old. Is Paulo Costa, Costa a wrestler or a striker? Striker. Oh, he's a striker. He's, he's he's punchist. Like, like, any, any idea what the betting odds are? Oh, that would be interesting. Because that's usually a really good... Yeah. I really I would like, like to it know... It should be even. Yeah. yeah? I'm really, really curious about that. Like, the betting odds for this one. Um... I, I just I love I love you. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still on the Romero train, man. Yeah. Um, the, the, it's interesting to me because um, on uh, when Don Hardy was on um, Joe Rogan this week, they, they, um, Joe brought up an interesting point, and it was that every division in the male in the male section of the UFC, save for two weight classes. Are dominated by wrestlers every single oh, one wow. that's, yeah. that, that's a really good sure. point every that's single a one. really good point and and when i think about it right it's like i'm, I'm it's like look at khabib for instance i think that's the best example mm-hmm. of anyone that does what wrestlers do to yeah, people yeah. it's like okay yeah we're, we're standing the round's going to start standing yeah good for you but okay we're on the ground now okay i'm I have your leg i'm taking you to the ground i'm punching you the punches aren't they don't hurt but i'm going to keep punching you mm-hmm. and i'm punching mm-hmm. you and i'm talking shit and i'm punching you and eventually maybe you get up but like that stays in your yeah. head. It's like, yeah, yeah but why, why can't I do what I want to do? Why does this guy keep taking me to the floor and hitting me with punches that just, they don't even hurt. It's just annoying. Like, why do I have to deal with this? And another thing he, he said that I, I started thinking about as well was like the mental toughness that it requires for wrestlers to get to that point where yeah. they can ragdoll you. That, they they yeah. control you. They know they have their technique on ground. Their strength and conditioning is on point. It's scary as hell. I, that is exactly where I, I I like I completely agree with that last point. Having lived with a wrestler, uh, and this was Division Three wrestling in the US when we were in university, I I have such like what they put themselves through. These guys have been making weight since they were teenagers. These guys have been denying themselves food, water. They've been sitting in sauna suits. They've been like it. It, it, you, you have to be a little bit crazy and it stretches what the mind is capable of and I think that just translates so well into mixed martial arts I think I, I, I hadn't really thought about it that that so many divisions in the UFC are dominated by wrestlers but it makes perfect sense yeah, to me yes. that that mentality Kai those guys have it I don't want to 
take too much time, but I really need to emphasize this point. I, some of the reasons why wrestlers do so well mm -hmm. in that transition is they're exposed to competition, so much competition, so, so early. Yeah. So, so like it doesn't, they don't get overwhelmed as much as other fighters mm -hmm. might do. And then their style is quite protective mm -hmm. as well. Strikers who have that amount of competition as a wrestler would, would have probably taken few hits to the head, mm -hmm. to the limbs, and, and yeah, your body starts to break down a bit faster than I think a wrestler's body would. So I think that is another part of it as well. Wrestlers can preserve themselves better. Wrestlers are exposed to so much competition, so the transition is not difficult. And then with wrestling, it's such a solid foundation to add things like add your striking, true. add your grappling, yeah. a perfect yeah, middle exactly. ground, true. and it's just easy to pick up with this stuff. Agreed. So I, I, I think I, it makes sense yeah, why wrestlers yeah. do so well. They do so well. Okay, so do we have any any other? Any yeah. Other so, the, so the next okay, yeah. So the next person, on the next people on the card, mm -hmm. Anthony Showtime Perez versus Showtime. Nate Diaz. So, um, Anthony Perez, um, former, was he not the last champion in WEC? Yeah, I, yeah. I think we mentioned that. Yeah. And then came over to UFC as champion too. Then lost it anyway. Um, Twenty-two. No, I, I think he, he never fought lost for it. Um, Unification. Yeah, I, yes, yeah, there was a unification fight. I think he was supposed to fight Frankie Edgar. Yeah. But for some reason, that fight didn't take place. Char got there where it was a bit complicated because mm -hmm. he, he naturally came into the UFC and met a champion. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I, yes. So, so I can't remember exactly how it went out, but he did end up being lightweight champion for, for a while. Oh, wow. So, 22 wins, 8 losses um, versus Nate Diaz, 19 wins, 11 losses. Quite a lot of fights between them. So, that's 30 and. Both True. men are known for excellent submissions. Mm -hmm. Both are excellent strikers. Yep. Nate, man. Guy Nate has done some things. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a great fight. And then there's grudge. There's a grudge. It's a grudge match. Yeah, like, yeah. Beef. I hope it's not scripted as well. I hope it's genuine beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been there for a while. I watched uh, uh, an interview where actually both of them have said kind of positive-ish things recently. So. Um, um, Anthony Pettis was asked about the beef between him and Nate Diaz and he was like there's no beef oh, that's really? what he said yes then Nate Diaz was asked and he said hey we just spoke to Anthony Pettis and he said there's no beef between both of you and Nate was like maybe it was the CBD I don't know then <laughs> Nate was like Nate was like no nah, there's that, that actually like there's no beef he doesn't have a personal problem with the guy for like, him no. he's showing up as a businessman mm -hmm. and the person, in order for him to close this business deal, the person that he needs to beat up is Anthony Pettis. So he's gonna go in and beat that ass. So there's, so, so there's no beef. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's bro, real. Bro, no, but he's don't been talking shit. These fools. Don't he's trust been talking shit fools. about him though for a long time. Like, but Nate talks shit about, about everyone. everyone. The point. So <laughs> he, had, he had an interview with the ESPN this week, and he he he, he, he talked shit about everyone from the UFC as an organization to Dana 
Max Drew Waters, Conor McGregor, Tomas Vidal, everyone. I love so that dude, he, he, he just, he, he's genuinely who he is. Yeah. He, the only time that you see that there was any form, that the beef was promoted, was with the UFC's promotion. Mm-hmm. Because they need to sell the fights. Yeah, yeah. Said, oh, I'm going to fight the Weedy Sparks, dude. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. He's, it's just, this is, it's just the way he talks about everyone. Yeah. But yeah, okay, moving on. All right. So now on to the main event of the evening. <laughs> Daniel Cormier. DC versus Stipe Miocic. Rematch. So Daniel Cormier, 22 wins, one loss, one. Oh, one no contest. One no contest. So the, 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 the John Jones one. Dude, I've been sleeping on Daniel Cormier. Is that his record? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's only been defeated only by press, one person. Only John Jones. Dude, Jones. He's a monster. It's, it's, it's why it's, he's so obsessed with the John Jones fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's why everyone well, else is so obsessed with it. Yeah, I think he should be obsessed. He wants to pull a, a GSP, beat every man who's ever beaten him, but there's only one. See? Yeah. yeah. Damn, man. So, so John Jones, so, uh, I can't remember if it was John Jones himself or someone talking about John Jones and called him his... Um, he has one person that get, I beat him like seven times in wrestling. John Jones? No. No, um, Daniel yeah, Cormier. Okay. While he was doing his wrestling yes. there's yes. one guy that just, he just couldn't I beat think that I know guy. Who it is. That guy has kept on beating him and beating mm-hmm. him and yeah. beating him. So John Jones has, has called himself, or somebody called John Jones that for, yeah, for yeah. DC. Wow. Damn. Um, so yeah, man, that must be a tough one. But Daniel Cormier has literally, so when I was watching the highlights again and I saw him like they kept showing up some of the fights. I've been sleeping on him as well, even mm-hmm. though like I'm not a Stevie fan the way you are. Mm-hmm. But I've been sleeping on on DC as well. Like what? this guy has actually murked a lot of guys. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Like at that one mm-hmm. against Antonio Bigfoot Sylvia. Yeah. Silva. That was. That, Silva was such a massive guy next to him, and he punked his head out, man. Yep. Like, that was oh, man. I'm even impressed that because you look at at. Two way divisions. Yeah, yeah, you look yeah. at him and he's such a brown, yep. kind of Rotund. doughy yeah. guy, and you know, and this guy would cut down to two o five. Like he's, see, it's, it's that wrestling thing again. Yeah. This guy's yeah, a, he's a beast. Yeah. Man. They're used to that. They've done this so long, all their whole lives, man. Yeah. It prepares them so well. It's one of the best preparation, preparatory paths to take to MMA. Mm. Even though that's not my path, but like, yeah, I respect it when I see these guys. When I see them work, part part of the reason I feel everybody is saying that they slept on DC it's just because DC is such a nice guy yeah in addition to his physique yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's because of John Jones though well, well John Jones his, his little his stint with John Jones contributes to it but at the same time, it still makes the same points because at that point he was coming in as the nice guy. John yeah, Jones was yeah. the was the greatest of all time, the undefeated young phenom. Mm-hmm. But Daniel is like, if it wasn't that over time he just grew to hate yeah, yeah, yeah. what John Jones represents. Yeah, yeah. Felt John Jones was entitled. Mm-hmm. John Jones had these gifts and he didn't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. DC is always a nice guy. Even the whole mm-hmm. um, Stipe this week mm-hmm. during the whole promotion yeah. fight. He was. He had done his photograph for the for the for the weigh-ins, and he was walking back to his and hotel he room. Yeah. And he met Stipe, and, and he, he shook Stipe's hands, hands. Yeah. and he went back to his room and he was telling these guys, "Wow, Stipe's hand felt strong. He felt strong. This guy's been preparing for me, and his boys are laughing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just he's a nice this guy. This is a nice guy. Yeah. You he can't trains trains you can't children him, children <laughs> trains um, high school uh, yeah. wrestlers as well. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, no, beautiful DC, human DC being. Is a saint. And, and another thing about DC that I I like, I love. It's easy to look at. Um, to look at certain fighters who have uh, sort of De- Dana's seal of approval mm-hmm. and feel like, oh, this person is a suck-up. 
But in DC's case, like DC has earned it. DC is first of all a great guy, yeah. a great champion, yeah. an all-time great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want him involved at the higher levels of the UFC, whether it's behind yeah, the mic yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, even after he retired? It's like, like Forrest Griffin, you know, is so loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's same thing. It's just great guys, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah but I still stand for DC for president, man. Yeah, he's a great guy <laughs> of the yeah. UFC. Yeah, man. I st- I want that one hundred. That would be that would be fantastic. I, while you were speaking, I was thinking about that. Yeah, so. I, yeah I, I would love. I would love Dana to get a whole lot more corporate and just mm. hang with the ESPN yeah. dude. We should do an let, episode on that. And let, yeah, DC, let DC be present. I think we will. Um, but what do you, what, what do you guys... Think I, I don't think Ocheo, Ocheo, we haven't yeah. particularly yeah, heard from you. Or who's going to win? About, yeah. yes. Sorry, uh, sorry before, you, before you answer, Stipe's three losses. One, obviously, is to, to DC. Mm-hmm. Who are his other losses? Um, I, I remember looking at this recently. They they're impressive. It, that's that. It's that, only the best, yeah. Yeah, they they're impressive, impressive losses. I think one came really early in his career. He doesn't have a ton of fights though. And that was his first knockout as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. remember seeing something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's um. So so obviously Daniel Cormier he lost to JDS mm-hmm. Junior you know and then he lost to Stefan Struve. Oh yeah. yes. And Stephen Struve is making a comeback. Yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. He's oh, back. he is back. Um, so, so those are not bad people mm-hmm. to lose to. Right? Yeah. Mentioned um, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. with Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy's thinking about making a comeback as well. Yeah, he is. Hmm. Interesting. He is. Wow. Know, he has to go undergo four months of testing with Usada, then he can, yep. he can start yep. fighting. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. But then we talked about this last week, but I have to do this again. Like the guys that that Stipe has beaten, man. Yeah, so he avenged the JDS loss. Francis Ngannou, JDS, Alistair Overeem, Fabrizio Fadoum, Andrea Lovsky. Okay, I feel like everyone knocks Alistair Overeem out, though. Yeah, 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 that's true. Alistair, (laughs) yeah, that's true, actually. But, um, yeah. I I loved Alistair when he was slim Alistair. Yes. Jacked Alistair, never never won my love, man. Yeah, that, that kind of spoiled it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, on paper, I think I think Stipe should win this fight. Oh, really? Uh, I think I think Stipe should. Um, huh. That's what my that's what my my when I look at it, that's what my initial assessment of everything is. But at the same time, so you think the first fight was a fluke? He was dom- I think he was dominating DC up until the last couple seconds of the first fight. That's what that's what I feel. Um, it was two minutes and forty one seconds, and he got punched in the face in a clinch situation. I I don't I, that wasn't dominant enough for me to say that. That's just the way I looked at it. Like even when I watched it this week, yeah. I was like, no. But I watched a breakdown though. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dominic Cruz that broke it down. Mm-hmm. That thing DC did to him is something. Something he does a he lot. He does a lot. He, he, he goes he, into clinch. He goes. He leans, he leans. down like he wants to do like an ankle pick. Mm-hmm. Make, then when you throw the overhand, he always ready for you. He picks up, gets like the wizard. Yeah. And then he. he he lands that. So it's sort of a signature move. Yeah, he kept looking for it. Yeah, yeah. And apparently that was like the third time he had tried to do, yeah. uh, do it. But this time he got it and he does that short punch and he just yeah. gets, if he gets in the right spot. And he yeah. generates so much power in that punch. Yeah, yeah. in that, in that, is that stuck in yeah. frame. That, like that situation works just, for him, doesn't it? Yeah, from his stature, most people tend to be taller than he is. So they lean and he grabs it and then he punches it I remember where his, I think his last fight, last two fights with John Jones, he kept doing the same thing. Same, yeah, 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 connecting yeah. Yeah, connecting. Mm. So it's a thing. He was catching you. Yeah. But uh, so the but the downside to that is right side lean down yeah. is if you if you if 
you stand south point to that left kick, mm -hmm. you catch it. Yeah, and this is what like, John Jones did to the head kick as well. Yeah, exactly. John is a very intelligent guy. He's always willing to adapt within within a second. He can he can switch it up like. It's really adaptive game plans are the, are the best game plans to yeah. Anyway, let's not talk anyway, about it. I, I, I expect DC to win. Like I said, I expect yeah. DC to win, but, but I you want to yeah. yeah. I, I expect I expect Stipe to win. Damn. I expect Stipe <laughs> to win. I, <laughs> I, I think Stipe is going to win. You expect Stipe to win. I want to know the, yeah. the odds on this fight as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be in DC's favor. I think it'll yeah. be in DC's favor. It has um, to be in DC. But this is one one DC is a man of the people. Yeah. And then um it doesn't help that Stipe hasn't fought in over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. since the um, loss. Yeah, I don't think I don't that he's this guy has defended the title um, once he beat Derek Lewis and has he beaten anyone after that? No, Derek? I think it's only been Derek Lewis, but that that right there is a is for me is the only thing that makes me a bit suspicious mm -hmm. of DC coming into this fight. Because mm -hmm. he beat Derek Lewis. Anybody Anybody, everybody knew he was going to beat Derek yeah, Lewis. Derek. And everybody knew how he was going to beat Derek yeah. Lewis. Derek cannot wrestle. Yeah. So he submitted him. And that was the end. Um, and that's the, like, yes, he's been active, but that's the only action he's had since. So it, it may be, you know, it, it was kind of an easy test for him to pass. Um, and Stipe is the younger man. Yeah. So, you know. Well, I, mean, I, look at, I look at the age, I look at the reach, and... Bros, it doesn't happen on paper. Because uh, <laughs> we're talking about somebody who has beaten men taller yeah, than him I all know, his life. I know, I yeah, know, I know. So. But I'm just saying, like, when I look at the fight, I don't know, man. I just, my, my, right. my gut just tells me Stipe all wins. Right. I don't all know. Right. Okay. I don't. So, um, so, all in favor for DC winning? Yeah, I expect DC, expect to, win. DC to win. I expect DC to win. I, I expect DC to win. So, three to one. Yeah, on three one. to one. But anyway, all in all, I'm just... I think this is one of the better cards that the UFC brought out in a while. It's going to be a electric card. I just hope it lives up to how it looks. Can I say something about the way I've been feeling about the UFC recently? I think we're overdue for a seismic shift. Like, it just feels like we haven't had something crazy happen. I know um, Amanda Nunez like just beat, beat Cyborg. Yeah. But even then, going into that fight, I felt like Amanda Nunez yeah, was going to win. Yeah, yeah. I'm we. I, I just feel like we're overdue for an. Oh my God! I can't believe this guy so, did it. Someone needs to beat John Jones. That's <laughs> but that's like knock him out. Much yeah. easier. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun fact. I think I think the the main card of this of this um car of this yeah, tonight's yeah. event mm -hmm. is going to be very boring. Oh really? And I feel uh, you are Romero Paulo Costa will be the most exciting fight yeah, on the card, true, true. followed by Nate Diaz and Pettis. Pettis yeah. Then it will become a slow burn in the when it's the main card. Mm -hmm. But we'll just accept it because we had two great fights beforehand. Mm -hmm. I, I feel it's going to be the, the main event is going to be really boring. That's why I, 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 I kind of feel like yeah. well, heavyweight fights. Look, look at look yeah, at Shevchenko's yeah, yeah, last fight yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. That was, a, that was boring. It was boring. Oh God, that, that was, was really boring. And and I don't know. The, the UFC just need. I don't know whether it's the UFC's fault or it's the fighters or what. But you know fights. what I think it is too much content. Yeah, possibly There's too much content. Like. The uh, and, and I know we've, we've said we're going to talk about this later on. A big reason why fighter earnings are dropping instead of rising is because there's too much, there's, there's UFC fatigue, mm. you know. I feel it sometimes. Every so, weekend. Anyway, but we'll get into it, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So, um, looking forward to this one and then looking forward to when we talk about what happens after the card. 
So, yeah, is that a wrap for us? That is a wrap. All right, guys, until the next one. Great. All right. Bye.